Welcome back to Senora Vibes. I'm your host, the Alicia E. Senora Vibes is a spicy lifestyle show celebrating the dynamic experiences of women 40 plus. According to ChatGPT, Senora Vibes typically refers to an aura or a demeanor that gives off an elegant, sophisticated, mature vibe often associated with older women or señoras. It's about carrying yourself with confidence and grace, exuding a sense of wisdom and experience. So if this sounds like you, come, embrace your señora vibes with me, and let's explore together our señora era, fearlessly and excited. Welcome back, my friends. I am so thrilled to be here with you. It is season 12. We're almost at the middle of the season, and I'm thrilled to have somebody here today with me that I found so super interesting when I read her story and someone that I just found intriguing. And when I looked a little deeper into her life, I'm like, okay, I need to know more about this person. So welcome to the podcast, Sandra Moreno. Thank you so much. Yes, my name is Sandra Moreno, and I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. Beautiful city. What part of the city? Southwest. Okay. And I am the author of the Wives of Machismo book series. So I have book one, book two, and I'm working on book three, which should wow. wrap up by the summer of this year. Okay. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. I just move this a little closer to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I love that. It's, okay. So that whole in, title intrigued me. The Wives of Machismo. Why that title? Tell me a little bit about that. The Wives of Machismo. It describes perfectly the short stories And that's what my books are. They're short stories about the lives of many wives who have found themselves with machismo men. Machismo is a Latin word for dominant, controlling, Mm -hmm. aggressive, possessive. And these wives find themselves being controlled, betrayed. Uh Uh-huh abused, mm-hmm. and sometimes cheated on mm-hmm. by the man that they love. Wow. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit more about that and where you got started with that, because um, that is definitely a topic that really kind of comes up pretty frequently when we um, talk about women who've been married a long time or women who were married very young, um, who didn't have a sense of self yet. Like I was listening to a podcast this morning and this Um, lady was saying about dating it was a lady and a man they were both matchmakers and they were saying that one of the reasons why so many women end up with men who were abusive is because they don't um they don't see the the proper example of what how a man should treat a woman or in a relationship or growing up without a father or not even having a father who treats their mother correctly do you find that that's something that you come across as you study more about machismo Absolutely, I do. And this brings up the one of the key points in some of the articles and discussions that I've had. At what point do you teach your children about domestic violence? Okay. You know, it's not just about warning your daughters. It's about teaching your sons to respect and love and treasure the girl, the female that they're with. Right. So... Um, so anyway, I, I got lost a little bit. There. Yeah, <laughs> so it's about teaching them and how they you're raising them. And right, right, and, and my um, it's very important. Really, I try to reach out to my audience and talk about how important it is to teach your children about domestic violence. Because yes, by the time it's happening, where uh-huh. where the the girl is in a relationship with a boy that she's crazy about and before you know it mm-hmm. he is he is controlling her abusing her abusing her can be something as simple as suddenly the boy wants to look at herself he wants to see who she's talking to and what she's saying mm-hmm. and then he starts controlling who she can text and who she can talk to and that's only in the dating face right absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. and you can see those signs like little red flags mm-hmm. or little- big red flags Right, a little, yeah, correct. And then stopping right there. Okay, 
let's just say young girl, young boy, mm-hmm. and this is what's happening with them. So as the girl, I mean, what are parents supposed to do to teach their daughter that this is not okay, that you don't allow somebody to tell you what you can and can't do? And also, too, to teach our sons mm-hmm. to... I'm glad you're pointing that out. ...to respect and treasure and love people, especially the girl that you choose to be with as a, as a girlfriend. Right. And I think it has to do with how a lot of... Well, not a lot, but some, some boys are, are not taught or not told, you know, how to do it, like you just mentioned. Like, sometimes we forget that we should also express what domestic violence looks like or what it what it could be or the red flags to a boys as well i think we focus so much on the girls like don't allow this or don't let him do that or don't let him be this but we forget that the boys contribute or need to know about it and learn as well that is very true because a lot of times when you find out that a woman was killed by the man that they love or or, or that she's being abused. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say, well, why did she stay? Yes. Well, the question should really be, why did he feel that he had the right to control her and abuse her? Mm-hmm. What gives him the right? Where does that come from? Why does the man or the boy, mm-hmm. where, where do they think that, um, where does that come from? You know, that, right. That, uh, um, trying to stress a point here where it's not just why did she stay you know he abused her Mm -hmm. he cheated on her and and she stayed repeatedly being abused betrayed disrespected and cheated on but also what makes the man do that cheat on his wife over and over again Mm -hmm. abuse Mm -hmm. her over and over again disrespect Mm -hmm. her cut her down what creates it in inadequacies in him what are the root causes Right. Like what started something for him could have been violence in the home, could have been being told that you're the man and you can do whatever you want. Um, and she's sub- submissive to you when you do whatever you I mean, it could be so many lessons that these kids are getting. Right. That is true. As they're growing up. And you made a point when you said it's about what their example was. Mm-hmm, for how, sure. How was their dad with their mother? How how how. Um, was there love shown? Was there affection and hugging and loyalty and, and being faithful to one another? Did, or are they witnessing disrespect right. uh, in the home, infidelity? Mm-hmm. So um, it, absolutely, you need to set a, a, a wonderful example for your children so the daughters can grow up and say, I want to marry a man like my dad. Mm-hmm. I want to have a marriage like my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And that's what you really choo- should do. But as machismo men, machismo men that mm-hmm. are very macho and they think that they're not wrong and they're going to say what they want and do what they want. And most of them, they don't care what people think. This is yeah. me. And if, you know, sometimes they say, well, if you don't like it, you can leave. But yes. they're not really real it's keen on letting like, Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of times when the woman does want to leave this mm-hmm. abusive relationship they get very angry they and they and it could be even worse mm-hmm. it can even like exacerbate a situation yes right and make it worse for her and and her life could be a danger yes. um as i ma- mm-hmm. oh as many women mm-hmm. as many have, women. yeah i i read and i hear the news all the time i'm sure you do too alicia yes that women who are killed by the man they love and then some women did leave them and it's their assumed the ex-husband or uh, mm-hmm. the ex that comes after them right. and kills them because if they can't have them, they don't want anybody else to have them. Right. Yeah. That reminds me of, a, of, of an obsessive relationship I had as a young girl and I was a high school student. And somebody that pursued me for years, and I didn't want to be with that person, but pursued, pursued until finally I just gave in. And we were actually together for a very long time because it was fun at some times, but at other times it was a, it was obsessive. And he was extremely possessive of me. There were things that he didn't like me to wear. There were places he didn't want me to go. He stalked me at the university. It got pretty bad where I, we, it was like literally I had enough of him and I beat him up one day. 
you know, like I had enough. And that was like because my dad wow. was like, don't you ever let anybody treat you like that. So I felt empowered, you know, and my dad and he could have probably been nasty to me, too, and hit me back, you know, but I was done. I was like, I'm done with you. And my dad always remembers that because he goes, you, I told you, don't ever let anybody mess with you. Don't ever let anybody treat you like that. And I just went off because I had enough. Um, but but then when I tried breaking up with him, he wouldn't let me break up. He would continue to come over to my house. He would I would have my parents go outside. It got so bad, Sandra, that I had to move houses because it was stalking, obsessive. Everywhere I went, he had to be there. He had to see what was going on. And I saw red flags, but I ignored them, you know, because I thought, well, we're still having fun. It'll be fine. He's going to change. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And it's not going to be okay. It's never going to be okay. Because those behaviors were coming from home. I see. So I'm so happy that you got out. Oh, yeah, but I had a very good support system. And my parents have a beautiful, loving marriage. My mom passed away just a few months ago, but for years. And I had good examples of, of a beautiful home. So I knew what to expect from people. But I kept giving him chances, you know, always thinking we can change them. Thinking that you could. I'm very sorry about your mom's passing. Oh, thank you. But like you said, yes, a lot of women, a lot of women stay and they think, well, he's going to change. They stay for many reasons. You know, they stay because it's comfortable. They stay because it's yes. everything they know right. or all they know. And um, also, too, they stay for financial reasons. You know, they may not Absolutely. make enough money to be on their own or they feel that they cannot go stand out. Stand on their own two feet. Stand mm -hmm. on their own two feet. Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen it happen. Is this I've, personal experience for you? Okay. I started writing these stories. Mm-hmm. When it, when back when I after I married my husband, mm -hmm. I got married when I was seventeen years old, mm -hmm. and he was twenty one. So we were very young. Okay, and of course, too much too soon. There was a he simply controlled me by his presence. Mm. He was a man of so, a few words, mm -hmm. and um, he was um, he was controlling. How can I say this? He was more silent. Mm -hmm. It was his silence that mm -hmm. I couldn't get through. Okay. I, I, he wouldn't speak to me sometimes for for days. Wow. And That's another form of abuse. Yeah. It's mental. Yes. And I, I was Emotional. so young. I didn't mm -hmm. know. I talked to my mother, and, sh and my mother would say that just... Just, you know, don't speak unless he speaks to you. Oh, my goodness. Just, you know, you're, you just need to stay with him. And sometimes, you know, men go through phases and stages. And She excused know, a lot of his behaviors? She, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. And me growing up without a dad in my house, I had no idea mm -hmm. how is a man supposed to treat a woman, how to treat their wife. So that's that was a form of abuse. I didn't realize it at the time. He he ignored me a lot, you know, just didn't talk to me. And me, um, I would go after him like, "What's the matter? Are you are, mm -hmm. are you mad you at me?" Or, I, yeah, and and it would get to the point where you know he would get angry with me asking him the questions, uh -huh. and you know he would just he right. would just yell, tell me to leave me alone, you know, or mm -hmm. or just mm -hmm. not. But his. The biggest thing was him not not speaking to me, mm -hmm. and that is like I said, like you said, yes, that is a form of abuse. So what I would do is I would write down my feelings on little any piece of paper I can get. Okay, you know he did this to me. Um, I feel this way. Was it like a journal or a diary, or was it just you writing your notes? I would write notes okay. on any piece of paper. Sometimes oh. I was in the car. Sometimes, um, I mean, I was writing, <clears throat> pardon me, on the back of grocery tickets. Any little piece of paper I can get my hands on. And mm -hmm. I just need to clear my voice once Yes, more. of course. But anyway, so what what happened, all those years of me writing the notes, mm -hmm. uh, and I was collecting them in storage bags. Uh-huh. And after we were married about 15 years, I I just said, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore, you know. So I did I did say that I was going to leave him. I told him that and he was very angry mm -hmm. and um after about a day he told me that he will be the man I wouldn't need in my life and that he will change. Okay. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe he could do it. 
But he absolutely did. What what changed for him? I think it was the fact that I was leaving him. Oh. I was okay. going to leave him. And, and you knew you would leave? Yes, because I stayed stuck to my decision. And mm-hmm. But you it wasn't physical abuse. It was more emotional and more mental abuse. It, it, right, it was. And I'm it, glad you're pointing that out because I think a lot of people assume that it has to be physical in order, in order for it to be some sort of domestic violence. And it isn't. Emotional violence also happens because it still affects you. It still hurts. Right. And sometimes that can be worse. Um, well, it's, it's all bad. But yeah. So what I had done with all those, so I did stay married to him. And um, I started blogging these short stories. Mm-hmm. You know, one day I opened up those storage bags. And what made me do that is that I was hearing so many stories about just other women that were way worse than mine. Wow. Way, yeah, de- definitely on a deeper level. And it encouraged me to start blogging. Mm-hmm. So I started blogging the short stories, and my blog became a book. Oh, my goodness. Okay, yes. and that, what was the title of that book? The Wives of Machismo. The Wives of Machismo. Mm-hmm. So you gathered stories of other wives and their plight or their challenges or their struggles or their story life, and you put it in your book. I did. And, and let me just say this. Mm-hmm. My stories are fictional, and the reason they're fictional is, yes. I'll say this, every story is based on a true story. Okay. okay so there is one piece of truth to it. I add fictional twists and turns mm-hmm. because I like the... I like the guy to get what he deserves. <laughs> I do. Yeah. So some of the stories, I like to put a little karma. And so uh-huh. uh, a lot of the ladies are, well, once they're reading the book, at the end of the story, you're either cheering or, or you know, yes. uh, clapping <laughs> or um, only a couple of my stories end in death. I think two or three of them. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And there, there is nothing funny about domestic violence, no. But for women who are in these relationships, Uh-huh. When they read my stories, they find them so entertaining. Okay. Yes, yes, deep. It touches on betrayal, disrespect. It touches on infidelity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the way they end, the way I do the little twist where where the woman is happy for the most part at the end of the story. And, you know, the twists and turns are very interesting um, to me. So that's why I call them fictional stories. But again, every story is based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Some were mine, mm-hmm. and, uh, and most of them, honestly, are from people. Just what I've people yeah, I've heard of, I know mm-hmm, stories. Yes, some of yes. Them. Do you change their names? I'm assuming you change their names so that yes. you don't. Yeah. Have you ever gotten somebody that reaches out and says, "Hmm, that story sounds so much like mine." Yes, yes. Um, okay. A lot do of you times. tell them that you're sharing their stories in their book? In it, your book? It, it just depends. Sometimes I okay. do, if I know them. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sometimes, I mean, I, was, I remember being um, at Walgreens, and I was looking for a birthday card, mm-hmm. and there was two men next to me, uh-huh. and the, one of the men's phone was ringing, and he said, oh, it's just my wife, He's, and, and he didn't answer it. Uh-huh. And... The man said, why aren't you answering the call? It's your wife. And he said, no. He said, you know, she is the biggest inconvenience and nuisance oh in my, my life. Oh, my God. And, and, and wow. So that's another thing. So are you, and I, I ask women this, are you tolerated by your husband? Uh-huh. Or are you celebrated by your husband? Mm-hmm. It's important. I mean, do you feel like an inconvenience? Do you feel like nothing you do is right? That There's a lot of women that go through that are in relationships with men who, uh, this is their husband, but their husband is annoyed by their presence, annoyed by just about anything they do. A lot of times men behave this way towards their wife because they've already cheated on them or they are cheating on them. Yeah. And so once they start cheating, the -hmm. wife is Mm -hmm. just somebody that they don't... um, they, they they start to see all the the bad things that the that the wife does or doesn't do. Yeah, she yeah. Can do no, she can do no nothing right. She couldn't. Yeah, and I think they've already checked out from the relationship. I was um I was on a different podcast myself and listening to this woman saying that 
men, if men realized the the long term effects of cheating and having a a side piece, if they realize the way that it's a full on package that they're taking on for 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 something, because she says. Here they are with a wife. They know the wife's family. They know the wife's parents. They probably have a, a relationship with all of them. They've got kids. They have a home. They've created something really, really special and amazing. But because they're so hell-bent on being with somebody new that they decided it's okay to leave all of that and destroy all of that that they've created and they've built over years for something that might just be a moment could just be a few days, a few weeks, nothing with longevity. How are they so easily throwing away something that they've built for years? That is a good question. That is truly a good question. You know, they, they, these men that fall in lust with mm -hmm. a, a lot of times a younger, carefree girl. Without kids, without responsibilities. Correct giving them more attention correct and so so that happens you know that, that happens a lot mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately the yeah. husband there's somebody fresh and new and she's carefree and she doesn't have the weight of the children of the house cleaning of the yes you know, just you know how wives are mm -hmm. we women we run ourselves just about to the ground mm -hmm. you know, taking, care of, taking care of everyone by everyone. the way we're, we're, you know, we're right. doing laundry and cooking and cleaning, picking up the kids, doctors, this, that, and all the while having a full-time job as well for the most part. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't, I, either way, I, be that's a lot for a woman. And it may make her a little more tired or maybe a little irritable, just yeah. depending on what's going on. Mm -hmm. She's handling a lot. And the men see, here's this fresh girl with no responsibilities and most of the time, you know, they have their own apartment or, you mm -hmm. know, because I have talked to a lot of a lot of w women and men yes. about w why they cheat. There was a man that told me a couple of years ago when he he saw my posters I was carrying out of my car and he mm -hmm. wanted to know what is that? What's the wife's machismo? Mm -hmm. And so I told him and he said, oh, about cheating. He said, well, he said, we men like a variety. Yeah. We're like wild animals. Uh -huh. I've heard and, that before. And I said, okay, so if you feel like you're a wild animal, then you shouldn't get married. Mm -hmm. you, know, you can you can be single all your life and mm -hmm. have all the women you want or be married and have a family. Mm -hmm. And he said, yeah, but we men want all of it. We want a wife at home. We want the kids at home. Yes. But we want a, a yeah. variety of the women on the side. The fun outside of mm -hmm. it without the responsibilities. And, yeah. Correct. And, and to... Um, so I think there's a lot of pressure too, Sandra, for women who are wives. I've been married a really long time as well, you know, 23 years. And I find myself always thinking, like, how can I keep my relationship fresh, fun, exciting, um, unique, so that but it's not just for him, but for both of us to have that same attraction to each other, the same love. And I find myself always thinking that the reason why I've become even more in love with him is because we've grown together and we've built together and we understand each other's points of views and we're okay with each other, um, our roles, you know what I'm saying? Like he takes my consideration, whatever I think, he considers it. He doesn't put me to the side and I never put him to the side. So I think that's always kind of been something that I hear from other, like, people in relationships is that ability or that sense of taking that other person into consideration and letting them know that they matter to you so much that that is so true and that keeps uh, that relationship strong it, right it does definitely communication is is key for sure uh, and always respecting and treasuring one another life gets busy kids <laughs> grandkids absolutely and a, a lot of times there's just a wall that is created and the romance is not there or time alone is not there with your spouse it is very important to create that date yeah. night to create yeah i have to do that with my husband i have to mm -hmm. tell him hey 
we need to go on a date. We have a full house, you know, kids and grandkids in my house. Yeah, there's eight people living in your house, right? <laughs> there's That's a, amazing. So, uh, so busy you household, yeah, and, yeah. and the grandkids are different ages. I have teenagers down to two years old, and you know, me and my husband and my daughters and their schedules, and so there, there's where's the romance for me and my mm-hmm, husband? Mm-hmm, I have to tell mm-hmm. him, babe, we need to go on a date. Yeah, and you know, of course, his. Um, uh, Carefree, callous self will say, "How come?" <laughs> yeah, because we need to. We need to. Yeah, you know, and I'll have to remind you know. I want to talk. The thing about me and my husband, we are opposites. Oh, okay. Yeah, we are complete. So you're opposites. a talker, and he's not a talker. Correct. Cause. And when he changed, did he talk a little more, or not really? He 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 started to talk a little more to me, or okay. listen, listen. Oh, more listen to me. more. Okay. I, I think that was the thing. Is yeah. That, and That's I have to, huge. And I have to remind him, even today, mm-hmm. babe, you need to listen to me. <laughs> I, you're my husband, and, I, and you just need to listen to me. You know, he's busy. He's working, and um, he when he comes home, he he doesn't want to hear me. <laughs> but, uh-huh. uh, but, you know, I want him to, you know. So did you start writing your notes and writing your stories and your books and your blogs because it was a way for you to express yourself or to get some angst out of you? Was it therapeutic? Why did you start writing these little notes and these blogs and your books now? Because it was, I was taking it off my heart and my Mm -hmm. chest. I would just write it down and it made me feel better to write it down. So is that something you recommend to women who have angst? I do highly recommend it. I now they call it journaling, you know, where mm-hmm. you journal. I absolutely feel that everybody should have a journal. Women, um, every morning as soon as you wake up, just okay. start, just write everything that's on your mind and how you feel and stuff. And um, also, too, speaking of writing, I think I'm going to say this for some, for women out there that have thought about writing, because mm-hmm. I think everybody has a story to tell. Absolutely, I agree yes. on that one. So. If you want to write, I highly suggest this, you know, journal for six months straight every morning, journal, just put everything in there. And, you know, you can write all day long if you want in your journal. But and then after six months, kind of look through it all and find out what is it that you're more passionate about? What do you keep writing about? What is it? There's always something. Mm-hmm. For me, it was the machismo. The, my husband was machismo. And meaning he was, he was just silent and um, just, you know, silent, arrogant. And Mm -hmm. I don't know about arrogant, but, you know, he was just, again, I. Maybe detached. He didn't know how to attach to someone. Is there, did you go deep into his background to see why he was so non-communicative? Yes. And he did grow up in, in a home where. There was not a lot of communication mm-hmm. between his mom and dad because mm-hmm. back then that's how things were. Right, right, right. The husband went to work and the woman stayed home and there wasn't much conversation between husband and wife. So that yeah, is how he grew yeah. up. And, um, you know, it. a lot of times too, he tries not to communicate things with me because he knows I have a lot on my plate already. Um, but... But I, you know, we we do okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's no perfect marriage, absolutely not. Right. But mm-hmm. definitely, we're so different. I'm just like the, you know, happy butterfly that wants everything nice and happy. And, <laughs> a, a, and then there's him. It's like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It, um, yeah. But but you found a way to make make it work and manage that, and you don't feel like he there is any more of that dem, that mental abuse that you felt at at one point. No, and I, I, I think that back in it was 1998. Okay, that was the year that I stood up and really realized what respecting yourself means. Okay, and I started. How did you come to that? I, you know, honestly, just not wanting to tolerate any disrespect from him, from anyone. I, I started loving myself at that point, loving who I was. How old were you? Oh gosh, in '98. <laughs> um, well, I you was, were not young. You were not like a young teen or no, young no, mother. It no. took you a while to get to that place. It absolutely did. Wow. I, I was married when I was seventeen. I got married in 1984, mm-hmm. and um, we didn't. I didn't have my first child till I was 23. So, and then my second when I was 27. So, um, 
it, yeah, it took me a while to really d- develop myself, my self-respect, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, respecting and loving myself. And um, once I started to respect myself, that's when my husband started to respect me. Yes. That, right. uh, and, and that's with everybody in general, you know. Exactly. You to, yeah, you have to respect yourself and not allow anyone to disrespect you. And if they do, then you just kick him to the curb. That's yeah. not a person right. for you. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's why so many women are not willing to put up with 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 a man that that won't come across as somebody that's attentive to them or or wants to cherish them. Like you said, celebrate them because they already value themselves so well that they're not willing to put up with somebody that's not going to value them the same way, right? And I think that's important. It's about self love and loving yourself so much that. You won't put up, or you won't you won't accept anybody True. giving you less. True. And uh, going going back to let's say a woman who tolerates, yeah. and puts up with a man for years and years, uh-huh. with, who is betraying her, disrespecting her. One thing I have seen, and this happens a lot. I know personal personal stories. They get to a point where they do walk away. Um, I, at a certain point, I mean, yes, first you get married, then you have kids, and, and you, you know, you're working and juggling all these things. Mm-hmm. And then your kids grow up, and then you reach a point to where you want to be loved. You want to feel loved. Don't we all want that? I, I think so. I think that um, we get to a point to, that we want to be loved. So if your husband is not going to love you, then um, I, what I've seen is some women, several women, leave their husband even at the age of 50, 60. Yes, I've seen that a few times. Mm-hmm. They say, okay, you know, I'm leaving now. My kids are raised and my husband is still not, um, it, they're just not getting the love. And then what's happened, and these are true life stories, these women went on their own and then they remarried. And they found somebody who cherishes them, who celebrates them, who loves them and yes. talks to them. And they, I've seen it, and it's a beautiful thing. Because, you know, mm-hmm. I honestly, if you're not going to be loved at home, yeah. um, no, don't go out and cheat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> End the marriage. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I say that I, I never advise anyone to get a divorce. But if you're not getting what you want out of this life that's so short, then and you're gonna take that leap. Yeah. Go ahead and take that leap. I've seen it happen. So true. I have seen it happen many times, and they do find happiness. And I have some close friends that have left their spouse of many, many years, and they they were real assholes to them. Yeah, honestly, they were wow. assholes, and they found love, and they did later. And it's possible to find love at any age. By the way, you don't. You have to be young to find love. Are your books meant to inspire women to leave or to stay? Or is it just to share stories of other women in the same maybe predicament that you're in to find like camaraderie or support or like a little group or community? That's a good question. That's a good question for sure. My stories are, okay, there was one of my readers. She told me after she read my first book twice. Uh Uh-huh. She got the courage to leave her husband that has been cheating on her for years and years. Wow. And he would deny it, even though he was coming home with hickeys all over his neck and just, you know, awful, awful. He was just, he was abusing her Mm -hmm. mentally and cheating on her. So this is what she told me. She said, Sandra, after I read your book two times and I saw that is me in there, I said, I'm a fool. I'm not doing this no more. Wow. And it gave her the courage to leave. Mm. And so my short stories, what I wanted to do is when you read about it, a lot of times it is you, what you've been tolerating or you think it's not a big deal, but then you read about it and someone else going through it and it, and you see it, it, it is a big deal and it's not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, or, okay, there's also the women that are still staying in it, but they find joy in my stories one of my readers said Sandra you write about everything that women can't say out loud or they won't say out loud right Mm -hmm. and um, if one person can walk away with just 
feeling like, okay, mm-hmm. it's time for me to not do this anymore and I'm going to start a new life and I'm not going to allow my husband to disrespect me or abuse me anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can get to one. Again, I don't encourage a woman to leave, but I don't want, I want women to be happy. I want you to wake up every yeah. day and just do exactly what you want to do. I want you to smile big, laugh loud. Yeah, life is too short to be miserable. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we should, you know, get out and travel. And mm-hmm. speaking of traveling, mm-hmm. I, I, I know that you're a traveler. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just get out and see the world. Yeah. And, and, and Even if it's just outside of your city. Even if it's just in your state, go experience something different. Yes, yes, absolutely. Get out there. And, um, you know, so my books, you know, what I want women to take away Mm -hmm. from this is that they're not alone. Okay. And that many women experience this. Mm -hmm. It is up to us. Nobody owns us. We have to remember that. Nobody owns us. It's up to you Mm -hmm. to decide to make that decision to leave if you have to or stand up for yourself and say, you know what, you know what, husband, I know we've been married all these years and you've always done this and this and this, Mm -hmm. but that's it. Mm -hmm. Starting today, I'm not, I'm not going to deal with that anymore. So Mm -hmm. you make a choice, you know, you can, you can be good. And and again, it's because you are finally putting your foot down, valuing yourself enough to say, I'm not putting up with this mess ever again either you change or you lose me because i'm not going to be here for this anymore i'm not doing this anymore i mean i have friends who've been married exactly like us like 25 30 26 years you know a very long time and a lot of them also are at that point where they're like i don't know why i'm still here um there's no change i just keep staying because i have kids um and there's no support for them in their goals and their, you know, projects or whatever they're wanting to do, you know, and, and, I, and it's hard for me to see it. It's hard for me to see it because I want to s- support and I want to say something and be like, you deserve more, you deserve better. And I just can't because it's really not my place. And I really shouldn't be putting myself in that place with for them. Um, and they might think it's perfectly fine. They might not even see it as 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 I see it as like. You know, they're like, you're literally in a cage, babe. You're literally being choked to death and you're not even seeing it. You don't even tell. But anyways, that's another story. Um, Okay, so I was on your TikTok, Sandra. It was hilarious because I saw you post about a story. And your story was, and I think you said it was in your book, but this woman has a friend. She's got a best friend. And she notices that her husband isn't as attentive. You know, he's kind of like distraught. And she's asking him, like, what's going on? He has. So, no, she doesn't have the best friend. He has a best friend, a female best friend. And so the wife is like, you know, what's going on with you and this friend? Like you and this girlfriend are always together. You do things together. And he's trying to tell her, oh, you're just being paranoid. It's not a big deal. Like she's just a friend. Honestly, Sandra, my I, I am like so possessive myself that if my boy, my husband had a female friend that he was close to and she was a best friend, I would be like, uh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. I can't. I can't. I'm not doing that. I can't. I'm just too. I'm too jealous. I'm like the jealous, very jealous type. But she comes home one day because she has diarrhea. The wife. <laughs> yeah, yes. the wife. She comes home early. Early, and so this she catches the husband with his best friend, quote unquote best friend, which we know they were together and they were in bed together, and she's pooping on herself because she's got diarrhea, and then she throws it on them. <laughs> And that's what you were saying earlier, how you take a twist on these stories and make them funny or make them silly or hilarious because you have to get some humor out of something so awful. Yes, yes. That was definitely one of my favorite stories. I think it was too funny. Yes, yes. Uh, so. I was cracking up when I was <laughs> listening to you because y'all need to go follow her on TikTok. She's got some really funny stories. You need to share more of those. I absolutely do. I, I, I yeah. do. I need to really get myself Because they're great. They're really funny. Because you're not expecting them. You're not expecting that to happen. And the wife just starts throwing the poop at them. Yes. Yes. As soon as she, yes, she catches them, she screams. Mm-hmm. And, yes, and 
And was this based on a true story or is this something that you came there, up with? There is somebody who had that type <gasps> of life. And oh. yes, yes. And um, again, my ears are always open. So yeah. uh, if I hear anybody just say one statement or one sentence, mm -hmm. I'll make a story out of it. <laughs> you you get your little notepad yeah. and you start writing your notes. I, I do. I just, uh, <gasps> oh, my God. I absolutely. That. Absolutely. So meant most, like I said, every single story mm -hmm. is based on something I heard uh -huh. or something I know of. Yeah. Most of, you know, most of the time I don't know these people personally, but I overhear it. I've worked in many places, and I'm, I've been in a lot of public places and volunteering and stuff, and um, and I've got to overhear a lot of um, just different stories. Yeah. So so I'll make a story out of it, and but I like to put that little karma in it. Where yes. The, and, and yes, women, <laughs> you know. That is too funny. My, um, I love it. Yes, yes. Uh, reading my short stories, um, you know, it, it definitely is not disappointing. And I'm going to say this because... My readers will email me after they've read my books, uh -huh. and um, and they all, you know, say, you know, bravo, bravo, bravo. I loved it. I uh -huh. love the karma. <laughs> I, <laughs> so that's always fun. Like when they get the, they get it right. They, yeah. you finally beat the guy. <laughs> <laughs> so tell my listeners where can they find your books if they want to buy your books because they're really interesting and funny, but based on truth. And, and something very drastic and dramatic, but you get something, a little, a little nugget of wisdom or a little humor out of it. Where can they find your books? They're on Amazon. Okay. So How Amazon. do they search? You can type in my name, Sandra Moreno. Okay. Or you can type in The Wives of Machismo. Okay. And you will find um, two of my books, which The Wives of Machismo 1 and The Wives of Machismo Part 2. I am working on three, like I said, and I and I hope to have it out by this summer, and that should conclude the Machismo series. And I've um, I have other books, other stuff that, coming, absolutely. And if somebody has a great story, can they send it to you? Of course. Where where can they send it? They can send it. They can email me at Sandra Moreno Books at gmail dot com. Again, that, yeah, that's Sandra Moreno Books at gmail dot com. Anything, you know, you have a comment, you know, you want to just <laughs> communicate with me, yeah. you have a story to tell and me. And if they want it to be anonymous, you change the name so you nobody knows. Absolutely. But it's fun to share your story because sometimes you want to hear it and you want to see it in a book. Like, mm, that's my story. Yes, yes. And <laughs> I, I do. It. Yeah, I do love writing about writing that little karma in those stories for sure. Very cool. Okay, well. Anything else you want to say? Um, anything else you want to maybe plug where people can find you? Are you doing any readings? Are you going to be anywhere specific? Do you do any pop-ups? I um, I have not been able to do anything okay. recently. And um, I say that because I take care of my four-year-old grandson. You and do, he, right. He, mm -hmm. And that's full-time, mm -hmm. definitely. And he definitely takes my time. <laughs> now, I have been on... Oh, I just want to mention this. Yes. I did for a while write articles, you know, to empower women in uh, Las Noticias de Fort Bend and the Fort Bend Independent, the little newspapers, okay. empowering women. So, because it's it is important to me, it's one of my biggest um, dreams to empower women and and making you aware of what's right and wrong on, on how um, how a man should treat you and what you should tolerate. And um, I was also featured in Latin Connection magazine, okay. and uh, that was exciting as well. I I've love been, that. I've been, um, I, I had a live interview with Desiree at Let's Vamanos. And oh, that, yeah, they can find her on YouTube. Yes. I know I follow her on YouTube. So it's on YouTube, the interview. That's so, awesome. Uh, that was fun. Desiree is wonderful. Know, she's hilarious and funny, too. Yes. And she does something with her mom, which I think is super cool that she has, like, a few videos with her mama, too, which is sweet, too. I know. I love that. Me, too. Yes, I always... So, Sandra, thank you so much for being on the show and being on, on Senora Vibes. I think, if anything, I want my listeners to please reach out to her. Let her know your stories. Go follow her on her socials. Go follow her on TikTok. She's really funny, and she's always sharing these really funny karma stories. Um, they're, they're about really serious topics, but it's okay for us to make a little light of it and to not take it, you know, not, not, not internalize it. Right. And create a community.
community out of that and find support in other women that, that have that as well. You should definitely create a support group or a community out of these books because I bet you a lot of women would want to share and be a part of a community that, you know, of, of survivors or, you know, women who are probably in it still or want to find just another woman to just hug and just listen to and talk to them. So thank you so much, Sandra, for being on the podcast. I appreciate you so much. And I'm definitely going to get one of those books because <laughs> I definitely want to read more of your stories. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for the t- advice. You're and, and thank you for having me on your show. Alicia, it's a, it's a wonderful and exciting show. I appreciate you very much for having me here. And I'm thank so happy you. to meet you. You're just a wonderful oh, person. Thank you. Thank you thank so much. You. Guys, let me know what you think of the podcast. Give me your DM. Send me your messages. And let's follow each other. Thank you. Yeah. And puts up with a man for years and years uh-huh. with who is betraying her, disrespecting her. One thing I have seen, and this happens a lot, I know personal, personal stories, they get to a point where they do walk away. Um, I, at a certain point, I mean, yes, first you get married, then you have kids, and, and you, you know, you're working and juggling all these things. Mm-hmm. And then your kids grow up, and then you reach a point to... Where you want to be loved. You want to feel loved. Don't we all want that? I, I think so. I think that um, we get to a point to, that we want to be loved. So if your husband is not going to love you, then um, I, what I've seen is some women, several women, leave their husband even at the age of 50, 60. Yes, I've seen that a few times. They say, okay, you know, I'm leaving now. My kids are raised and... My husband is still not, um, it, they're just not getting the love. And then what's happened, and these are true life stories, these women went on their own and then they remarried. And they found somebody who cherishes them, who celebrates them, who loves them and yes. talks to them. And they, I've seen it and it's a beautiful thing. Because, you know, I mm-hmm. honestly, if you're not going to be loved at home, yeah. Um, no, don't go out and cheat mm-hmm. <laughs> and the marriage. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I say that I, I never advise anyone to get a divorce. But if you're not getting what you want out of this life, that's so short, then and you're going to take that. leap. Yeah. Go ahead and take that leap. I've seen it happen. So I have seen it happen many times and they do find happiness. And I have some close friends that have left their spouse of many, many years and they they were real assholes to them. Yeah, honestly, they were wow. assholes. And they found love. And they did later. And it's possible to find love at any age. By the way, you don't. You have to be young to find love. Are your books meant to inspire women to leave or to stay, or is it just to share stories of other women in the same maybe predicament that you're in to find like camaraderie or support or like a little group or community? That's a good question. That's a good question for sure. My stories are, okay, there was one of my readers, she told me after she read my first book twice, Uh she got the courage to leave her husband that has been cheating on her for years and years. Wow. And he would deny it even though he was coming home with hickeys all over his neck and just, you know, awful, awful. He was just, he was abusing her mm-hmm. mentally and cheating on her. So this is what she told me. She said, Sandra, after I read your book two times and I saw that is me in there, I said, I'm a fool. I'm not doing this no more. Wow. And it gave her the courage to leave. Mm. And so my short stories, what I wanted to do is when you read about it, a lot of times it is you, what you've been tolerating, or you think it's not a big deal, but then you read about it and someone else going through it, and it and you see it, it, it is a big deal, and it's not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, or, okay, there's also the women that are still staying in it, but they find joy in my stories. One of my yeah. readers said, Sandra, you write about everything that women can't say out loud. Or they won't say out loud. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, if one person can walk away with just feeling like, okay, mm-hmm. it's time for me to not do this anymore and I'm going to start a new life and I'm not going to allow my husband to disrespect me or abuse me anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can get to one. Again, I don't encourage a woman to leave, but 
I don't want, I want women to be happy. I want you to wake up every yeah. day and just do exactly what you want to do. I want you to smile big, laugh loud. Yeah, life is too short to be miserable. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we should, you know, get out and travel. And mm-hmm. speaking of traveling, mm-hmm. I, I, I know that you're a traveler. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just get out and see the world. Yeah. And, and, and Even if it's just outside of your city. Even if it's just in your state, go experience something different. Yes, yes, absolutely. Get out there. And, um, you know, so my books, you know, what I want women to take away Mm -hmm. from this is that they're not alone. Okay. And that many women experience this. Mm -hmm. It is up to us. Nobody owns us. We have to remember that. Nobody owns us. It's up to you Mm -hmm. to decide to make that decision to leave if you have to or stand up for yourself and say, you know what, you know what, husband, I know we've been yeah. married all these years right. and you've always done this and this and this, mm-hmm. but that's it. Mm-hmm. Starting today, I'm not I'm not going to deal with that anymore. So mm-hmm. you make a choice. You know, you can, you can be good and, to me. And yeah. again, it's because you are finally putting your foot down, valuing yourself enough to say, I'm not putting up with this mess ever again either you change or you lose me because i'm not going to be here for this anymore i'm not doing this anymore i mean i have friends who've been married exactly like us like 25 30, 26 years you know a very long time and a lot of them also are at that point where they're like i don't know why i'm still here um there's no change i just keep staying because i have kids um and there's no support for them in their goals and their, you know, projects or whatever they're wanting to do, you know, and, and, I, and it's hard for me to see it. It's hard for me to see it because I want to s- support and I want to say something and be like, you deserve more, you deserve better. And I just can't because it's really not my place. And I really shouldn't be putting myself in that place with for them. Um, and they might think it's perfectly fine. They might not even see it as 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 I see it as like, you know, they're like, you're literally in a cage, babe. You're literally being choked to death and you're not even seeing it. You don't even tell. But anyways, that's another story. Um, okay, so I was on your TikTok, Sandra. It was hilarious because I saw you post about a story. And your story was, and I think you said it was in your book, but this woman has a friend. She's got a best friend. And she notices that her husband isn't as attentive. You know, he's kind of like distraught. And she's asking him, like, what's going on? He has. So, no, she doesn't have the best friend. He has a best friend, a female best friend. And so the wife is like, you know, what's going on with you and this friend? Like you and this girlfriend are always together. You do things together. And he's trying to tell her, oh, you're just being paranoid. It's not a big deal. Like she's just a friend. Honestly, Sandra, my I, I am like so possessive myself that if my boy, my husband had a female friend that he was close to and she was a best friend, I would be like, uh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. I can't. I can't. I'm not doing that. I can't. I'm just too. I'm too jealous. I'm like the jealous, very jealous type. But she comes home one day because she has diarrhea. The wife. <laughs> yeah, yes. the wife. <laughs> she comes home early. Early, and so this she catches the husband with his best friend, quote unquote best friend, which we know they were together and they were in bed together, and she's pooping on herself because she's got diarrhea, and then she throws it on them. <laughs> And that's what you were saying earlier, how you take a twist on these stories and make them funny or make them silly or hilarious because you have to get some humor out of something so awful. Yes, yes. That was definitely one of my favorite stories. It was too funny. Yes, yes. Uh, I was cracking up when I was (laughs) listening to you because y'all need to go follow her on TikTok. She's got some really funny stories. You need to share more of those. I absolutely do. I, I, I yeah. do. I need to really get myself Because they're great. They're really funny. Because you're not expecting them. You're not expecting that to happen. And the wife just starts throwing the poop at them. Yes. Yes. As soon as she, yes, she catches them, she screams. Mm-hmm. And, yes, and, and Was this based on a true story? Or is this something that you came there, up with? There is somebody who had that type <gasps> of life. And oh. yes, yes. And um, again, my ears are always open. So yeah. uh, if I hear anybody just say one statement or one sentence, mm-hmm. 
I'll make a story out of it. <laughs> you, you get your little notepad yeah. and you start writing your notes. I, I do. Exactly. <gasps> oh my God. I love absolutely. That. Absolutely. So meant most, like I said, every single story mm-hmm. is based on something I heard uh-huh. or something I know of. Yeah. Most of, you know, most of the time I don't know these people personally, but I overhear it. I've worked in many places and I'm, I've been in a lot of public places and volunteering and stuff. And, um, and I've got to overhear a lot of um, just different stories. Yeah. So, so I'll make a story out of it. And but I like to put that little karma in it. Where yeah. And and yes, women. <laughs> that you is know, too funny. My, I um, love it. Yes, yes. Uh, reading my short stories, um, you know, it it definitely is not disappointing. And I'm going to say this because my readers will email me after they've read my books. Uh-huh. And. Um, and they all, you know, say, you know, bravo, bravo, bravo. I loved it. I uh-huh. love the karma. I, <laughs> so that's always fun. Like when they get the, they get it right. They, yeah. you finally beat the guy. <laughs> <laughs> so tell my listeners where can they find your books if they want to buy your books because they're really interesting and funny, but based on truth, and and something very drastic and dramatic. But you get something a little, a little nugget of wisdom or a little humor out of it. Where can they find your books? They're on Amazon. Okay. So How Amazon. do they search? You can type in my name, Sandra Moreno. Okay. Or you can type in The Wives of Machismo. Okay. And you will find um, two of my books, which The Wives of Machismo 1 and The Wives of Machismo Part 2. I am working on three, like I said, and I, and I hope to have it out by this summer. And that should conclude the Machismo series. And I've um, I have other books. Other oh, stuff coming. Absolutely. And if somebody has a great story, can they send it to you? Of course. Where? Where can they send it? They can send it. They can email me at Sandra Moreno Books at Gmail dot com. Again, that, yeah, that's Sandra Moreno Books at Gmail dot com. Anything, you know, you have a comment, you know, you want to just <laughs> communicate with me, yeah. you have a story to tell and me. And if they want it to be anonymous, you change the name so you d- nobody knows. Absolutely. But it's fun to share your story because sometimes you want to hear it and you want to see it in a book. Like, mm, that's my story. Yes, yes. And <laughs> I, I do. It. Yeah, I do love writing about writing that little karma in those stories for sure. Very cool. Okay, well, anything else you want to say? Um, anything else you want to maybe plug where people can find you? Are you doing any readings? Are you going to be anywhere specific? Do you do any pop-ups? I um, I have not been able to do anything okay. recently, and um, I say that because I take care of my four year old grandson. And you and do he, right, mm-hmm. and that's full time. Mm-hmm. It definitely, and he definitely takes my time. <laughs> now I have been on. Oh, I just want to mention this. Yes. I did for a while write articles, you know, to empower women. In uh, Las Noticias de Fort Bend and the Fort Bend Independent, the little newspapers, okay. empowering women. So, because it's it is important to me. It's one of my biggest um, dreams to empower women and and making you aware of what's right and wrong on, on how um, how a man should treat you and what you should tolerate. And um, I was also featured in Latin Connection magazine, okay. and uh, that was exciting as well. I I've love been, that. I've been, um, I, I had a live interview with Desiree at Let's Vamanos. And oh that, yeah, they can find her on YouTube. Yes. I know I follow her on YouTube. So it's on YouTube. The interview. So that's awesome. Uh, that was fun. Desiree is wonderful. Know, she's hilarious and funny too. Yes. And she does something with her mom, which I think is super cool that she has like a few videos with her mama too, which is sweet too. I know. I love that. Me too. Yes, I always. So Sandra, thank you so much for being on the show and being on, on Senora Vibes. I think if anything, I want my listeners to please reach out to her. Let her know your stories. Go follow her on her socials go follow her on tiktok she's really funny and she's always sharing these really funny karma stories um they're they're about really serious topics but it's okay for us to make a little light of it and to not take it you know not 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 internalize it right and create a community out of that and find support in other women that that have that as well you should definitely create a support group or community out of these books because i bet you a lot of women would want to share and be a part of a community that you know of, of survivors or you know women who are probably in it still or want to find just another woman to just hug and just listen to and talk to them so thank you so much Sandra for being on the podcast I appreciate you so much and I'm definitely going to get one of those books because I (laughs) definitely want to read more of your stories 
Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for the t- advice. You're welcome. And, and thank you for having me on your show. Alicia, it's a, it's a wonderful and exciting show. I appreciate you very much for having me here. And I'm thank so happy you. to meet you. You're just a wonderful oh, person. Oh, thank you. Thank you thank so much. You. Guys, let me know what you think of the podcast. Give me your DMs. Send me your messages. And let's follow each other. Thank you. Friends, before we go, I'm asking a huge favor of you. Please review the podcast. You can go to Apple or you can go to Spotify. Share the episodes with your friends and support my sponsors. Furthermore, I'd love to connect with you when you visit my website, www.aliciaelotasi.com. Here you'll see that I can help you set up your very own podcast. You'll have access to my curated travel itineraries. Additionally, my caregiver's handbook, something I'm very proud of. There's even something there on creating passive income. Oh. And let's not forget, I can help you buy or sell your home. So check me out at www.aliciaelatasi.com. And remember, the key to anything is execution.